Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the 5-0 Show. I'm Jamie Rothschild, the host of the show, joined as always by Ed, our producer. We'd like to thank Bonneville for this time each week and, of course, you, the listening audience, for both supporting this show and the Silent Witness program. Silent Witness can be reached at silentwitness.org or 480-WITNESS if you want to learn more about the program. But if you have any information about an unsolved felony crime, just please submit your information to that phone number or website. And if that information leads to an arrest, you could get cash. And that applies all over the valley. So please check out silentwitness.org. And thank you again to Bonneville for this time. So today we have a repeat guest, Jason Davis, Sergeant with the Phoenix Police Department. Jason, thanks for being here. Thanks, Jamie. Here's why I love when you come into the show. You're so professional, so soft-spoken in the show, and then I see you at work, and you're anything but that. And you and I just had a conversation today where the moment you left, I said, oh, man, we need you back in the show. But I need you to be the guy at work. So thank you. Okay, I'll try and lighten up a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. you. That's the guy I miss. And you brought today Cynthia, who works with you. Uh, Cynthia, you've been with the city for a number of years. 20 years. 20 years. Uh, You and I used to work together in what was our fiscal management bureau, but your career is a little different than Jason and mine. And the reason that I'm so glad you're here is we always seem to focus on these are the sworn opportunities, and we never really talk about the professional staff or the civilian opportunities. So I was wondering if you'd be willing to share why in the world or how in the world did you end up working at the city? What's your story? How did you determine this is where you wanted to work? I was laid off from a previous position, and I have a cousin who works at FIRE and said that there was some lists available to apply for, so I did, and Fiscal called me for a payroll clerk position, and that's how I started. So when you talk about lists, uh, eligibility lists, so if you want to learn more about an opportunity with the City of Phoenix, please check out phoenix.gov slash employment. As Cynthia mentioned, you may have to submit information or a resume to get on a list. Once you're determined to be qualified for that list, to Cynthia's point, someone's going to potentially call you for an interview, and there begins the process. So when you got through the hiring process, Cynthia, you get into this world uh, probably a lot different than the job you worked at previously. Were you instantly smitten by the culture of the department because you could have left the police department to other city agencies, I'm sure, in the past? Yes, it was instant. I was happy with the position. I enjoyed working with the people that I worked with, getting to know the sworn sworn officers, and just the environment in general. I'll never leave police. I'll stay there until I retire. You and I worked together. It was roughly the year 2004. And everybody that we talked to, when they had questions about anything fiscal-related, they would always just say, call Cynthia. It was just kind of a first name thing. Just call Cynthia. She'll have the answer. Or Cynthia will know where you get the answer. Do you ever miss being in that role? Because your current role is much different than what you started doing. It's funny. I do miss it sometimes, but everybody still calls me (laughs) when they have questions. Everybody in my bureau generally comes to me um, only because I still have... I still remember things and I still, for the most part, know things, but um, I do miss being the go-to for that. Well, and you you really are, and Jason, please chime in here. You appear to know everyone who works for the police department, where they're working, how to reach them, who's got what job. You just really seem to be the point of contact for so many of these things. Is that what you miss most about fiscal, being that, that critical point of contact? Yeah, that, that's exactly. I, I enjoy just 
researching, knowing things, being that point of contact to give the information that people are looking for. And even now, even if I don't know the information, I usually know who they can get it from. So I'm always directing people to the correct area. Somebody's out there and they're they're saying, hey, look, I don't want to be an officer, but I do want a a career opportunity within the city. You've actually promoted as you've been here a little bit longer. Can you talk about what those opportunities were? And you talk about having a great job in fiscal, but then you chose to leave it to promote. Can you walk us through how that came to be? Um, I had been in fiscal for 11 years and decided that I needed a change and I was ready to promote. And so an opportunity um, came up in another bureau, code enforcement, and I was on the eligibility list for the administrative assistant one, and I interviewed and got that job. And then once I felt like I learned all that I could learn there, another promotional opportunity came up for an administrative assistant two, which is where I'm at currently. I've been there five years, so I'm always looking for that. But I like to learn what I'm doing first and be try to be the best I can at it and then try to then move on after that. As a supervisor, what do you enjoy most when it comes to, is it the teamwork development? Is it leading? What is it, what is that draw that you, that you love staying in that arena? Because previously you didn't have to, you could have just done your own thing, but now you're leading teams. What do you like about that? I think just the team environment and just um, getting my team to work together for the common goal and trying to ensure that we're doing the best job that we can and we're doing the job that we were hired to do. And in this instance, uh, we submit cases to all the prosecuting authorities, so my team's responsible for that, for all the charges that are that are against um, whoever we're charging cases on. And so I just enjoy just working together with people and just ensuring that the job's getting done. You talk about being that point of contact. Jason, I, I owe you a, an apology. i got to do this publicly now. Anything related to property crimes, I found... You, you're our guy now, and I'm so sorry that we do that to you. Whether it's we had an, an auto theft question recently, then we had a vehicle question recently, and you just have become the go-to guy for well, us. I've been and here I, long enough that yeah, I've got that that experience. That's a, I, and I, I wasn't going to say it like that, but you have been with the city for how long? Uh, coming up on 29 years. And you're going to be probably be living in the next several years. Before I talk about what you're doing here, have you ta- ever thought about what next? Because your days are pretty busy where you are, and you got a lot of friends in the department. Have you thought about where do I go from here after I leave? You know, I when I leave here, I'd like to do something just completely different, maybe something even part-time, just something maybe in retail. I really don't know. Um, you know, my son is uh, in welding school right now. He might be starting his own welding business. Maybe I'll just help him out, but just something completely different. I'd like to just do something new. When I see you, I think, we were just talking about this today, when when I see you, I think Maryvale. I always knew you as working in Maryvale, but you've gone on actually and done a lot of investigative aspects of your career. Can you walk us through, I know you've been here previously, but we were talking about property crime stuff. Can you walk us through your career from officer up to where you are now and how you wound up here? Yeah, sure. So I, I started in the Central City Precinct, uh, which is, you know, 500, uh, working that central part of, of town. Hence the name, Central City Precinct. Uh, so it, uh, it's almost like it just occurred to you. Yeah, right. you no, I saw the light bulb go on. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so they, they, in the academy, what's interesting is one of the places that our, our recruit training officers recommended as a great place to be well-rounded. And it really was. It truly had everything. You had violent crimes. You had um, a lot of businesses that were open. So you had like civil matter type issues and fraud-related stuff. You also had all the prostitution stuff that went down on Van Buren. You had homeless shelter issues. You had um, uh, 
housing development work. It was everything was there. It was great. It was a great place to get lots of experience. Um, so I worked there for a few years. Then I went on to our uh, the quick response team. Remember the QRT teams? They were part of the tactical support bureau, and that was fun. You got lots of good training. You got to go to neat stuff citywide. And then from there, I promoted to sergeant, went out to Maryville, spent a couple years out there. Then I became a document crimes sergeant, then an auto theft sergeant, and now I'm just a general property crimes administrative sergeant. When you use certain uh, anal- or not analogies, um, abbreviations, acronyms, it, it kind of dates us where we are in the department because oh, sure. you say QRT, and I kind of smile. We were so for the listening audience who doesn't know. Uh, when you start out as an officer, you're asked to bid three different places that you think you might work while you're in the academy. By the way, I put airport, 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 and uh, <laughs> and I had to do a lot of running to make up for that. But once you land at your precinct, you go through a couple years, then you can test for specialty spots, one of which was this quick response team. They had cool training. They would go citywide. We would always see them at the jail, and we thought, wow, that looked like a really neat uh, cool aspect of this career, but then you kept going on and trying different things. So, am I wrong? Did you you did work in Maryville, right? Oh, absolutely. I was a sergeant. That's where I was when I got promoted. Okay. So when you when you promote, they send you back to patrol from wherever you came from, and you just kind of start over again in patrol. And, and I started in Maryville, so I spent a couple years there. Um, and again, neat place, lots of stuff to learn. Very very busy precinct, and uh, you see all kinds of of exciting scenes. Yeah. Be- you and I are not the youngest people in the department, uh, and we recognize that trends and sentiments, all these things change over time. But one thing that doesn't seem to have changed when you mentioned the academy earlier is is the folks that we hire still to this day still stand up when asked why they're hired and say, because I want to help people. Literally unchanged long before you and I got on this job, probably long after we leave. When you think of this job and you start looking back over your career, how do you view it? I mean, you know that you've made a difference. Has it been fun? Are you amazed at the friendships? Like, what's your view of police work now as you're looking in the rearview mirror a little bit? So I think when you get hired, one of the things that you're looking at is the excitement, the potential excitement for being a patrol officer and and being out there and taking bad guys to jail. And that definitely is part of it. It is very exciting to be in patrol and to to go to those calls where you don't know what you're going to get. You just get some basic information about what some caller screamed into the phone when they were talking to the dispatcher. You've got to get there and sort it out. And you're dealing with somebody who's having one of the worst days of their life. And you get to help them. And you also get to take a bad guy to jail. And it's it's very rewarding. It's, It's amazing feeling. Um, so I, I highly recommend it. Anybody who's thinking about it, and they're like, well, that sounds like it's fun, but I'm, I'm concerned or I'm, I'm I'm scared because I think it'll be too dangerous. Um, it's, it's totally worth it. It's not as scary as you would think. There's lots of people there with you, and that's what makes us this tight-knit family is we're there to help each other in these scary events. You've got either somebody in the car with you or the next car that's right behind you is 10 seconds behind you, and the next thing you know, there's there's seven cars there and bunch of officers and everything's okay. Well, and I'm glad you said that because uh, people who think, hey, I have to be Superman or Superwoman to this job, you don't. We give you the training. We give you the tools. We give you the tactics. You bring the common sense. We couple that all together and it enables folks to make good decisions. But to your point, you're you're working with other folks. And, and I'll tell you as a supervisor, I can't count how many times I looked at other supervisors and officers and said, I don't know the answer to that. And we figure it out together. Have you found that you just worked with quality people who just doing the best we can, guided by the same, I still want to help people? Oh, absolutely. And everybody there's, is going to have times when they have questions, they're going to have 
you know, not sure what to do or which way to go with this. And that's why you call somebody like Cynthia or you call somebody who, who, who you know knows. It's all part of your big family. And it's, it's not any different than in your extended family. If you had a cousin who was a welder and you had a welding question, that's who you'd call. Or you have a cousin who works for Costco and you want to know the, the best deals at Costco. You, you know who to call. You get those answers. And it's, it's, it all works out. Now that you're, and not to get all top of the mountain on you, but our yesterdays on this department are, they far outnumber our tomorrows on this department. Our careers are nearing a close. What do you look back and remember most fondly? What do you, what will you miss most? What did you enjoy most? What, what do you um, want to be best remembered for? Boy, I don't know. There's just so much, Jamie. There's so much. I mean, when you're, I would have to say the times that I was in patrol when I could go to a scene where somebody was having, like I said, the worst day of their life, and I could make it a little better for them. That was the most rewarding part to me, whether it's something simple like a domestic violence where even, even if it was just verbal and I could, I could help them navigate this and sp- split up for the evening and nobody got hurt, nobody went to jail, and I made it better for everybody. And you just feel like you, you help those people out. And I really do feel like I owe you an apology again. There's so many times we come to you with stuff, but the reality is you're known, you're trusted, you're competent, and you never seem to sweat the small stuff. You just take care of stuff, and you always seem to have a good time while you're doing it. So thanks for always being our our lifeline on those things. Appreciate you. No problem, Jamie. And Cynthia, thank you for being uh, here. Thank you for all you do for the city. I truly have enjoyed the time that you and I had worked together, and I know that you've gone on to to other things now, but um, you have a reputation of treating people well and having a good time at work, too. So thanks for being a great advocate and ambassador for our department as well. Thank you, Jamie. If you ever want to learn more about career opportunities with the city of Phoenix, please check out phoenix.gov slash employment, or you can call Police Employment Services at 602 Two six two six nine two five. We thank everyone for their support of the Silent Witness program, and of course, we thank Bonneville again for this time. And as always, at our very patient producer, if you have any questions about the department or Silent Witness, please don't be afraid to reach out. Until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to Five O Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News ninety two three FM. For more about Silent Witness. Go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.